0: I remember when you first came here, first time. I think you came, I think it was about two times you came. And you stopped the frontier, mostly everybody was going, you stopped, and you said, You like coming here. I shook your hand. You said, No, you correct me if I'm wrong. I, I, I think this is how you said it. I like coming here because I learn things here. Is that how you said it? Now, see. Why'd she say that? Because It's not because of me. It's because I'm a vessel that God chose. But as long as I teach the truth, the truth, the spirit behind the truth will draw you. And then you'll start to weigh the truth with the fiction. And you'll say, wait a minute. They told me. I heard all my life. My parents. My grandparents. Yeah, well that. That don't mean your, your parents or your grandparents would tell you wrong. But if they don't know, see you gotta devise this thing, if, if if mom and dad don't know, guess what? They're gonna tell you wrong. They don't mean to, it's mom and dad. Mom and dad wouldn't purposely lie to you, but if they didn't know, they'll say, well, we were never told that. I told my mom after I got saved. We come out of the United Methodist and the, the, the uh, teachers, and, and all the, uh, help me out here, the ushers and all those type of people were standing out in the vestibule. The vestibule was a little separate area in the church. And they were out there telling their stories about being at the bar room. And he, uh, my little ears, you know, little kid's ears, pick up everything. And they said, I got a little tipsy. I thought, okay, this is supposed to be a teacher. I hope he ain't my teacher. Because I do that and I ain't a teacher. Got it. One smoking a cigar, one smoking a pipe, one puts a chew of snuff, in, and nothing's changed. Uh, these are people that's supposed to be changed. Change is not changed until it's changed. How can I change you if I didn't change? If nothing changed me, if the word didn't change me, if the spirit didn't come in me and tell me truth, how can I tell you truth? I have all you said in here Sunday after Sunday, telling you a farce <laughs> because I don't know the truth. Because I didn't seek him to find out what the truth, so I'm just telling you whatever I think sounds good. Now the key is, when I give up the ghost, and Revelation says every knee is going to bow, and every tongue is going to confess, that means me too, It means the shepherd. And he's going to say, why didn't you tell my people? Why didn't you teach my people? See, you're his people, not mine. The church is not my people. I heard preachers say that. My people, no, they're not your people. They're God's people. You're God's sons and daughters. God just put me in charge. He's trusting me to tell you. Now you say, well, Pastor, then how do we know? Because when I speak something to you, you'll know whether it was out of my Bible school or off my books of education that I have in my office, or you'll know whether it come from Him say, I just felt something pastor said today. Right. It was truth. You felt truth. That's what you felt. Jesus said, I am the truth. It's not wording. It's a person. Truth is a person. The door to heaven is a person. Redemption is a person. It's about a person. To rightly divide the word. Because I found Jesus, I found the door. Because I let Him speak to my heart when I read the Word, I find truth. And when I find truth, I'll pass truth to others. (laughs) That's my little toy. (laughs) And to be pacified, then I got to the point where I didn't care. If I ever shook the pastor's hand because I had Jesus holding my hand I didn't care now you understand I'm talking perspective now I cared but I'm talking in the proper perspective I'd rather have Jesus hold me than hold the pastor's hand I'd, I'd rather have Jesus embracing me and watching over me rather than have my pastor set up in my house all the time you understand you understand what I'm saying see you've got to learn the way, the difference of what's the most important. Sure, it's nice to have a pastor take you to lunch. He already asked hey, me you're on the number one list. So jump down in verse 12, closing with this. There's three specific particulars that are mentioned here, defining the purpose, just like your car. Each one of them has a specific, the, the transmission could not replace the engine. The engine not replace the fuel in the tank. And so on and so forth. So verse 12 he says, this is what he sent the five for. For the perfecting of. Look at your paper. Means to restore, equip, and mature the believer. That's what these five do. If you come, make yourself available. See, some people don't make this. Well, I worked too hard this week. I was earning money to pay my mortgage. What do you do when Jesus comes? There won't be no mortgage. Got it? Yeah. I see so many people packing down at the grocery store. They don't get up to go to church, but they're packed. they got to eat. What do you do when the government puts restrictions on that store? You ain't going to go in there to get nothing to eat when you want to. You're going to go when they tell you to. How many knows years ago they put that little barcode on all your items? The little lines, that barcode they call it? How many knows what that's for? How many knows what really the government did that for? Capturing data. Huh? Capturing data. Yeah. So they can tell how many people this week bought two bottles or three bottles of ketchup. because it's registered. How many people bought two or five loads of bread. How many people bought peanut butter? How many people bought mayonnaise? How many people bought, 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 bought? All those barcodes register, and that all goes in a data machine for the government. Now, they can tell, they restrict, they've already been doing it for years, they restrict how many no's they pay farmers to leave their ground in crop rotation. They let, they, if you let it lay, the government will send you a check. Mm-hmm. They don't care about that farm laying. How many can remember that? Mm-hmm. I remember that. I was a kid and worked in the farm and I said, "How oh, come <coughs> you aren't planting nothing in this. Well, the government said if we don't plant nothing in that, they'll send us a check to help pay the tractor payment, help pay the taxes on the farm, yeah. help to buy new beef or new chicken. Mm-hmm. See, it's a con job. What we call a conjunct. How many understand that? Now I don't care if you have a mindset and you don't believe me or not, that's up to you. But that's what they do. Now. And they do that because the real reason they're doing, it, the real reason. See, so you gotta say, what is the real reason? And now for the rest of the story, Paul Harvey used to say. He was a radio announcer most of you probably won't remember him, but he got born again. And he'd tell a scenario and then he'd stop and he'd say, now, for the rest of the story or the truth, this is how it's told to you or to the human public, but this is how it really is. They're doing it so that they can limit the grain or limit the human consumption that they can say, oh, we didn't have billions of Oats this week this year we didn't have billions of corn got it. So there won't be as much cereal made So you can only have one box. It don't matter if you have six kids three kids. Hello See the government is controlling you in ways that you don't even know right now That's why I do it Then they started to use the corn and make it for ethanol so many percentage of the tons of corn that they had out west was taken to break it down to use as ethanol mixture to save the gasoline for in cars, but it didn't work for everything because it burned too hot and burned holes in their pistons. But the government's ever searching, and just like climate change, the only climate change there's really gonna be, how many wanna know the rest of the story? When Jesus blows the trumpet and calls us home, the climate for us is gonna change no climate change. But they want to spend billions of your dollars and do a little research The billions of dollars, the taxpayer dollars they collect. Never, 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 hardly ever goes for what they say. Maybe 98%. Pelosi, the last bill they passed, she's building a tunnel that costs billions of dollars. For what? Building a tunnel we don't need taxpayer dollar out of that money, that the one they just passed 1.9 COVID bill there's mm-hmm. just a little bit mm-hmm. little bit of it goes for COVID very little mm-hmm. yes. and they're not telling people the vaccines that they're giving a lot of people is getting blood clots from them mm-hmm. going to their heart, to their brain killing them, mm-hmm. they're not telling you that Take the vaccine. you got to take the vaccine. Don't want COVID to get you. I mean, they'll tell you all these kind of things to cover over their real purpose. Now, I don't mean if, don't let me scare anybody. If anybody in here took one, can't scare you. You're under the blood. And if you believe, you're believing there again. If you're believing you're under the blood, you don't have to worry about this. Okay. So don't let anything I say. Some people go away. They get scared Pastor said. I took the shot. What am I gonna do? Pray. Pray. You're sealed by the blood. You don't have to worry about, people worrying about the market of the beast. They've been talking about that ever since they designed computers. No. It's what you take in here. What? Do you, who's in here? What do you have in here? Huh? How many knows who's in there? The Redeemer. The man who died on the cross. The man you accepted in there. There's nothing greater than him. Fear hath no fear except fear itself. Who was it? Theodore Roosevelt? President Roosevelt made that statement. You have nothing to fear but fear itself. Fear will creep in. And God said, God said, I didn't give you that spirit. It's a spirit, he said. Come out of the abyss with the devil and these imps. I didn't give you that spirit. To cause you to fear, but he said, I give you love and a sound mind. See, that's supernatural. The gifts you have supernatural. I got the love of God in here. Nothing can stop that. That's why he said, No one can stop your redemption. Because he's greater than anything. The only thing that allows him in is you sitting around thinking, 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 thinking. Do you know thinking, thinking will get you into trouble? I don't pay no attention to that stuff. I turn the news on, I only listen to one news, and I can only listen to that so, so long. I want to throw my shoe through the TV. All that farce and lying and cheating and stealing and perverting people. We live in a beautiful world that God gave us. America, the land of the free. But you're only free in Christ Jesus, really free that you can be free from all those other things that upset you, things that get you all bent out of shape. And you have to take your authority, take your authority back when the enemy's trying to take your authority from it. Now you don't you don't get vindictive, you don't get nasty mouth, you don't start using that old profanity and all that kind of stuff. You just say, uh, sir, excuse me. Then you have a nice little talk. And you have that nice little talk, this is what I believe. Now, I'm coming to you first. I'm trying to do this civilly. Now, if you're gonna turn me away, my next step is I have a real smart attorney and I'll send my attorney on your doorstep and he probably won't be quite as nice as me. See how you do it? But you still keep your calm. You still keep your cool. It's something you gotta practice. You gotta practice. You gotta practice. Practice makes perfect. Those football players, those baseball players, those basketball players, they do it 24-7. That's all they do. And they become multimillionaires because they practice at what they do. If you start practicing Jesus and not all this other garbage and trash that you hear, people talk about this. Let go of the past. That's what it is. It's a garbage bag hanging on your back end. There's nothing you can do about it. You give it to God. I've had people try to mistreat me and do me wrong. I gave it to God and God took care of it. <sighs> I had people tried to do me wrong. And they came back to me and said, Pastor, I'd like to make this right. Something's troubling me. <laughs> yeah, my prayer. <laughs> I send a prayer. I send the Holy Ghost. Praying in the Spirit, it builds up your faith. Seeing people never go there. They don't go there. One guy asked me when we were going to baptize him the this summer if... I said, you you might want to bring a change of clothes. He said, just to be sprinkled? I said, oh no, I don't sprinkle you. I said, I dunk you. <laughs> huh? Yeah, see, because he believed that farce. Had another lady, she said, I can't swim or I can't breathe. I said, that's okay, I'll hang on to you. Or I'll hold you down long enough, you won't have to ever worry again. (laughs) Might as well be happy and laugh about it, right? Why do you want to be so sad? Do you know, do you realize uh, the medical profession said it takes less muscles to smile than it does to frown? No wonder you're wore out. You're frowning all the time. (laughs) Start spouting, start thinking, change your thoughts. Just start telling yourself one thing, Jesus might come right now before Pastor Tom gets done yakking at me. Jesus might come before I start my car. Jesus might come before I get home. Jesus might come before I eat my lunch. Jesus might come before I go to bed. Jesus. If you keep telling that enough, after a while it's gonna resonate and you'll start saying to yourself, Jesus might, and your spouse or your children, will go, what's the matter to you, what happened to you? See, it'll come out of you. He said, what's in the heart will come out. Oh my, I don't know what the government's going to do next. Who cares? God's in charge. God's in charge. When you believe that God is in charge, it may not always seem like it. It may not always look like it. Are you listening to me? But God the Father designed you with two set of eyes you got natural eyes that you can focus in this world so you don't fall over the bedpost. And again, you set a spiritual eyes so you can see beyond what the government's doing and seeing what God wants to do. He'll only do what you allow him to do. He'll only do what you believe he can do. He'll only do what you start confessing. My God's got it. My elder brother Jesus is going to take care of it. You're going down the road and you're worrying yourself to death because you got a bad news or you got a letter, you got a phone call, whatever. That's okay. My elder brother, Jesus, you're in charge. I hand it over to you. You take care. And when you really believe that, when you really get to the point of believing that, you watch your circumstances change. They will change. He said they will. They'll start changing. I'm going to love again, I'm going to be happy again. I'm gonna be healthy again, I'm gonna be whole again. Let's stand our feet, glory to God. I'll get almost as long as that prophet, with me. How many understood that message today? Yeah. I love him because he first loved me. He forgave me when I was unforgivable. When I did things that nobody else cared about, he cared. When I wasn't worth, to some people you weren't worth nothing, you weren't worth anything. But to him I was worth everything. To him he gave his life for me. He gave his life. He'd come here just to die so that you might live. That's all you need to know. He came here to die. That was his mission to die so that you could live. What more do you want? He gave everything just for you. Give him a hand clap today. He's an awesome guy. He's not, man. Take hands with somebody across the aisle. Just even stay in your seat. Just, just join hands with a couple of your Everybody, Join hands. Join hands. Join hands. Join hands. Hand. Our precious Heavenly Father, we thank you for that same Spirit that raised Christ from the dead. Lives in us, Father. And on the day that that trumpet sounds, Father God, that Holy Spirit is going to rise us off this planet. There's nothing going to keep our feet on the ground. And I thank you, Father, all my brothers and sisters that went before me, that's in the cemetery, God, they're going to come out of there. That voice, that trumpet, that spirit of the living God. And we're going to go to a place to be with you forever and ever and ever. No change, Father. We thank you where the government cannot control us. Father, people will not control us. Things will not control us. But, Father, God, we'll have total freedom in the man called Jesus. And we give you all the praise and all the glory and everyone said Amen. Amen. So you're self friendly now. Right. So you got plans for Sunday?